Good morning and welcome to The Drive. It is Sunday, August 20th. Hope you guys are doing well and uh, hopefully you're getting geared up to go to church, assemble together with other like-minded believers, get encouraged. That's what God's Word does. That's what fellowship does. That's what worship does. So we're continuing on in Galatians chapter 1 and we're looking at verse uh, 21 to 24 this morning where the Apostle Paul, remember, he's talking about how he used to be because really he's writing this letter to combat the Judaizers that were in the region of Galatia, they were infiltrating the churches, their false teaching and their works-based theology rather than grace-based. And so here's what he said. He continues on. He says, Afterwards, I went into the region of Syria and Cilicia, and I was unknown by face to the churches of Judea, which were in Christ, but they were hearing only. He, he who formerly, this is all they were hearing, he who formerly persecuted us now preaches the faith which once tried to destroy, and they glorified God in me. And so right after Paul was saved, what happened was he was taken away. He went away to Arabia. He grew in the faith. He sought the Lord because he was still so, sort of overzealous and kind of a radical. And so God had, had ministered to him there. And then, uh, and then now he has a reputation to where it's his testimony, right? This is how he used to be, and this is how he is now. And so now that the churches were hearing all these things, they were praising God, they were glorifying God, and now Paul would be used in a great way. And so again, this is part of his testimony, right? It took time for him to learn and to grow and to flourish in the faith in order to come back and start to be used by the Lord. And that's the thing, we're all a work in progress. We're all growing, we're all learning, we're, we need to be teachable and remain teachable throughout the rest of our lives because as God teaches us these lessons, that's how our faith starts to flourish. That's how we start to go forward and continue to go forward in the faith. There's always something to learn. And, you know, as we live our lives glorifying God, you know, our whole life is just a testimony of His goodness and His grace and all of those things, all of His attributes. But as we continue to go forward, people will see our lives because i mean it's not about us let me just preface it with that it's not about us at all but they will see our lives and they'll be able to glorify god because they'll see what god has done in and through us it's kind of like this if you ever shared your testimony or if people are sh- many people have shared their testimony with me and it's like when they do that i go no way you used to do that you used to be into that and now you're in church like i can't even picture you doing that or saying that or being that kind of way but that's the testimony like once the lord comes into your life you trust in him for salvation things change your words should change your life should change your priorities should change your desires should change no longer is it about self no longer is it this narcissistic way of living in other words it's about loving god and loving others it's about good, putting God before yourself and putting others' interests above your own. Now, the first one's pretty easy, right? They got that down here in the Deep South. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, I love God. Oh, Jesus, yeah, sure. Yeah, he's first, number one, all the time. But then loving your neighbor. Now, let me, let me get this, clarify this, because Southern hospitality was awesome, is awesome. Not was, still is around. It, it is awesome. When we moved here, we weren't used to it. We got in conversations with people in the grocery store. That's never happened in Southern California, and it, and it probably never is happening still. <laughs> but when he came here, people would just talk and, and be interested in your life, and there's this 
Southern hospitality, we loved it, right? We still love it. There's this respect, at least on the surface level. Uh, but that's what it is, the surface level. And the problem is people will be totally hospitable and, and casual conversations are easy, but then to actually get real and talk about life issues, that's a different thing. You know, people, a lot of the time, they don't want to go deep. If you start to ask questions and it starts to get real, then they'll either shut down, make an excuse, or change the subject. And the, the problem is that <laughs> we're called to share our hearts with the Lord, of course, but also with one another. And I, th I was thinking about this. You know, Jesus, when he was in, in all four of his Gospels, he asked over 300 questions. Why did Jesus ask so many questions to all these people, whether it's the religious leaders, whether it's the crowd, whether it's an individual like woman at the well, Nicodemus? Why did he ask all these questions? You know, why didn't he just preach the whole time? Well, because, number one, he wanted to get to the heart of the matter. That's why he asked questions. And number two, asking questions of others actually helps, uh, actually demonstrates love for the other person. Like, if you ask a question, how's it going? Good. How's it really going? How's your walk with the Lord? How's, how's life? What's going on? What can I pray for you? How can I pray for you? Ask questions of other believers, because what that does is demonstrate that you actually care about them, <laughs> right? Because in America, it's just so uh, self-absorbed, so selfish. We're all just like thinking about ourselves, talking about ourselves. And it's like, stop it, right? Die to yourself. That's what the Bible says. And listen to what others have to say. And this is the thing. Paul's writing this letter because he wants them to listen about the testimony that he had like listen i was in that kind of faith-based system and here's how bad it was but the lord changed me and what's beautiful is that people were glorifying god because of the change in the apostle paul they saw his life they saw the fruit being produced from his life he went out and he preached and he reasoned with people right he ministered constantly and um, it's just a testimony of the fact that god is on the move God is at work, and uh, we don't want to get just going through the monotonous routine. We want to actively, proactively take initiative and get out there and be workers for the Lord, ministers for Him, because that's why we're alive. Um, get out of our own bubble, out of our own comfort zone, and go be uncomfortable for the Lord. That's when He actually uses you and me when we're uncomfortable, when we're all in our comfort zone, it's all good. It's like, that's boring. And you just get complacent. You just like, bleh, it's comfortable, but man, it really does. It can lead to a complacent heart. And so stepping out in faith, you know, usually isn't comfortable. Think about the apostle Paul's life. His whole life is characterized by stepping out in faith and doing these big things for the Lord. And it wasn't easy. You see in Corinthians a whole list of things that he had to go through because of the faith. Why? Because he put Jesus first and he cared enough about others to go out to reach them. Do we care enough about others to go out and be a light for them? Are we helping them or hindering them? Are we blessing them or burdening them? Like we are to be lights. Go out there 
and minister in his name, glorifying him. And people will see that. This is the fruit of our lives. And they'll be able to praise God. And so that's, it's just a beautiful way that God designed it, right? And so it's, it's awesome. I, I love what he said. He's talking about his story. He's talking about the progression of going to uh, Arabia, going to Jerusalem, and then to the region of Syria and these other places. And he was unknown, but he had a reputation. He started to build this reputation of being a godly dude, being a guy who preaches the faith, preaches the truth that he once tried to destroy. And that is his testimony. Again, it goes back to this whole section really in chapter 1, preach, not preach, share your testimony. Relay the reality of what God has done in your life. And also give room and give space for other people to share their testimony with you. It never should be one-sided. If it is, it's not Christianity. Um, It's the world system, right? So share your testimony. Encourage others to share with you. Share life together. That's, That's what this... That's what life on earth should be. It's really a picture of some symbolic kind of thing about what heaven is going to be like. Community, unity, and um, glorifying God together. And I love that they, it says, they glorified God in me. They glorified God because of Paul's life. And so it's a beautiful thing. Let's get out there and shine our lights today. Take in the word of God, take in the truth, and go live it out. Well, God bless you guys. Have an amazing Sunday, and we'll talk to you next time.